Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my ready-to-freak-out friend, Frank. How are you today? Hey, 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 I'm ready to freak out, ready to 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 bite your head off with excitement. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's exciting. I can't freak out if you bite my head off. Well, yeah, that's that's well. We'll see. We'll find out. Did you know, fun fact, Frank, totally unrelated, but kind of, that when you cut off somebody's head, they can still, they are still alive for 30 seconds after their heads are cut off? I guess it makes sense. Like, blood's still flowing, the heart's still pumping, you know, for for a few seconds. I can see that. No, no, no. Not the body. The head. Oh. Oh, that's yeah. horrifying. So there was a there was a study done during the French Revolution. You know, because oh, they were cutting people's heads off, yes. and they were like, "Hey, are you still like how alive are, are you, you still alive? Hello, hi there, hey, hello. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, rate your aliveness." So they would they would pick up heads, and they would be like, "Follow my finger." Oh my and, god, are you serious? And so like the eyes would follow the finger oh my for about god. thirty to thirty eight seconds, and then they would, and then they would die completely. Wow. So like, so if you got chopped off, like your head got chopped off at the guillotine. Your head would fall into a basket, and if you were like looking up, you could be like, "Oh, I can still see my body over there. I can still see my body over there. That's weird." And then think about it for another twenty more seconds, then die. Oh my god, that's horrifying! Wow, Isn't that crazy! That's... Happy October! You have really given me a spooky, scary thing to think about. Spooky, scary. <laughs> yeah, very good. Wow. Uh, anyway, what are you drinking? I am drinking, in the spirit of October, uh, I'm drinking a Jack's Abbey Copper Legend Oktoberfest. Ooh, fantastic. In the spirit of beheading, I am drinking a Shipyard Pumpkinhead. <laughs> good one. Good I one. got you. I, I got like you it. covered. Yeah, man. It's all good. So listen, this is a disjointed episode, Frank, because we both saw Venom this yes. previous weekend, and we have some things to say about it, but this previous weekend was also New York Comic Con. Right. And so we're going to do a bit of both. Because I think that that kind of sums up our feelings, or maybe your your feelings and my feelings about the film Venom. So, Frank, mm. in three words, tell me what Venom is about. Venom is about it's the it's the tale of a studio. That's uh, that's not three words, Frank. I said three oh, in words. three words. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. In three words. Um. Uh. Well. I think actually that uh, they put it best in the film itself uh, when okay. they said, well, I only have three words, so I'll just say a flaming turd. Oh, very good. Yeah. You could say uh, studio mucks up. Yeah. Yeah. Or something that rhymes with that even. Yeah. 
or Venom's Poison Itself, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. So you really hated this movie. I hated this movie so much. I mean, we got to see this together, which you don't often do. Uh, no, nowadays. it's true. It was it's a lot of true. fun. We got to see it with our friends. And Absolutely. Uh, well, I had fun. I had fun because I was hanging out with you guys, but the movie sucked. What did you think? I didn't think it was nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be, though full disclaimer to which I told you, I did fall asleep multiple times, which I don't think is necessarily fault of the movie. I was just really sleepy. Okay. And I, so I think it was the 3D glasses because I was like, hey, my eyes are darker. This is fun. And uh, I'm just going to take a little nappy by. And I didn't really didn't miss much of the movie. I'd say I missed maybe five minutes of it total. So... I can't I in different chunks even not even in not even in one whole bit. So, I definitely saw the movie and I think I think it looked cool. I think Venom looked cool. I the characterization to me was definitely say better than Spider-Man 3, but overall it was kind of a turd of a movie. If you thought too hard about it, it really falls apart. Like so quickly does it fall apart. And which it, I, it's kind of what I expected. It's a Sony movie. It's Sony trying to make a superhero movie, and they had mo- they had great success with Spider Man one and two, and then after that, you're really hard pressed to find a good Sony superhero film. So, I'm I I'm not surprised. I'm glad I saw it. I'm glad it's doing well because I wouldn't mind a second one, honestly. Like just because. I hope that they figure out, like, okay, you can make this better, so maybe just make the sequel a little better, and 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 that's fine. That's fine with me. I liked Tom Hardy's performance. Uh, he definitely did Eddie Brock things. Eddie Brock in the comics is really mm. his own worst enemy, and that is that is the portrayal of the character. You know, because. We you when we were saw it on Friday, you were like, "Why did he go into his girlfriend or his fiance's computer and like steal that information?" That is a one hundred percent Eddie Brock thing to do. I am going to, which is, see, the problem is that Eddie Brock is really not a hero. He mm-hmm. is no, he's not really a good person. That's what made him a villain, right? And so, trying to turn a villain into a good person. It, in a film is really challenging. In the comics, you got kind of years and years of stories to, you know, like turn a character around this way. Right. So, you know, he, it's more like Eddie learned his lesson and he'll never do that again. Mm-hmm. And then he's moving moving in a slightly different direction that way. So, so all that all that's there. That's fine. The idea of like Venom being like, well, on my planet, I'm kind of a loser, just like you. And so yeah. here, I'm somebody. I was like, that feels even stupid by Sony standards. <laughs> that's funny. Like thinking of Venom as like a big dweeb on his planet yeah. is odd. Is very odd to me. Well, where he's like on Earth, this sounds cool. So yeah, I'll say yeah. this. I mean, to me, so it, it was an inter- It's an interesting experiment to begin with, right? Because we're dealing with a villain. Who they are turning into an anti-hero. So, which he was in the comics for, is still is in the comics. So, so, but they're they're having to do this in isolation, away from Spider-Man. Right? They can't right. they can't have Spider-Man be part of the story. So it makes it a little harder. They were they were they had a bigger challenge in front of them to to tell that story without Spider-Man in the mix. So they 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 
had a big handicap to begin with. So I agree. I I give them credit for what they tried to do. I just didn't really care for the execution. I thought yeah, that I, Hardy was underutilized. I thought Jenny Slate was underutilized. I thought Riz Ahmed was under. I thought all this, this great cast, like really talented actors, pretty much uh, across the board, didn't really get to do much because the writing I thought was really weak. Um, the dialogue was weak. The story was okay, um, but it was it was what it was. Like it was it was uh, uh, if it came out like earlier in the summer. Um, during more of like Memorial Day weekend or something like that. Like, honestly, I could see this having done better than Solo if it was paired up against Solo uh, the same weekend or something like that. Like, I could see it having done better at at uh, uh, during like a bigger time of year. Yeah. See, I honestly completely disagree with you. OK, because the closer you get to Infinity War, mm-hmm. the the mark of like, oh, this is what an actually good superhero movie <laughs> is. And so I completely disagree. I don't think this movie would have panned out well. I think there would have been a little bit of burnout maybe from mm. like superhero burnout a little bit, which, you know, well, that, that happens sometimes. And that's, I'm sure that's why they put it where they put it. Yeah. And I mean, it worked well for it. It has the biggest October weekend ever. It it it's grossed eighty million, which is twenty million above the projected gross. Mm. So it's done. It's done really. It, it was made on like a budget of like a hundred million dollars. It's not mm. okay. It's All right. it's not a it's not a big budget movie. Well, I mean, it is by, but it's not a two hundred fifty million dollar movie right. or something like that. Not Infinity they, War standards, you, right? No, they did a they did a like what's considered like a smaller a smaller film, a smaller superhero film. And it, 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 I think it, it, it kind of paid off for them because they, they'll, let's say, so it's a, it's a hundred million dollar film, so another like fifty to a hundred million for marketing, it'll make that back. Oh yeah, it like sounds I, like it I have, it'll, I have no doubt it'll, it'll make that back. It's doing much better than curious. I expected it would. Me too. I think it might be. It's doing better than Sony expected it would. Apparently, yeah. you know, you know, but. It has its merits. Ultimately, I wanted I wanted to go in and I wanted to be like I want to see Venom do cool things, and that's what I saw. That's true. And the or they made the origin work without Spider Man. You you know they they took the they took the element basically from the from the nineties animated TV show in which the the symbiote comes to Earth, crashes on a spaceship with Jane Jonah with. Uh, John Jameson Jr. on board, mm-hmm, right? A- and and the symbiote finds its host from there. That's basically without without it getting Spider Man's like spider s- senses and stuff first in a big white emblem. You don't really need Spider Man in the story, and I mm-hmm. think that movie proved it. I just like seeing Spider Man with Venom, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the movie works on its own. I think I I agree. Every cast member was underutilized. They were working with close to nothing. But that also shows you kind of the testament of some of the talent of these people that they at least made it watchable for a lot of people. That's true. You know, out, outside true. of yourself, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it didn't it didn't they weren't able to salvage it. But clearly people, you know, the the, the masses disagree with me. So that's fine. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, I, I I didn't much care for it. I, I think it was re- it was the weakest movie I've seen all year. It's one of the weakest Superhero movies I've seen since Fantastic Four, like three years ago, the Miles Teller mm-hmm. one. Oh sure. Well, this movie at least kind of felt cohesive. That movie, 
halfway through takes an uh, like mm. veers in a completely different direction. Th- that this movie, I this is a better made movie. Than yeah, I agree. Fantastic I agree. Four stick. The, though uh, that yes, is not, though they're both I would say not great movies. And Fantastic Four or Fantastic Fan Four stick is definitely not up there in the esh- upper echelons of superhero filmmaking. But this to me sits where any really mediocre comic book movie sits mm-hmm. daredevil mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. angley's hulk even incredible hulk mm-hmm. marvel's incredible hulk which is better than this movie that was just boring at least this one isn't boring right actually other hulk movies boring too you know like you know it, it's it's just very middle of the road a little bit better than ghost rider probably on long same rides of ghost rider 2 you know like they're not none of those none of those are great films by any stretch but it's it's better than say like Catwoman Mm. it's better than a lot of bad comic book movies that's for sure absolutely it's better than Steel Um, oh man yeah it's better than Batman and Robin oh although in in some ways though Batman and Robin is very consistent film it is that's true like the the story makes sense the character motivations make sense it's just you know, like it, 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 it's even like it's. It looks good. It's just not. It doesn't treat its characters well. Mm-hmm. But technically, in the movie, in like in the movie itself, it, it's perfectly well made film. So we just don't like its treatment of its characters. Right. This this movie maybe is not as well made, and its characters are not treated as well. So technically speaking, Batman and Robin is a better film. It might be. But you it, could actually really make that case. Yeah, but that'd I be a fun like more. thing to do, like a mock trial of like <laughs> one lawyer defending Batman, uh, Batman and Robin, and the other one defending some other horrible like comic th- book movie. Yeah, that'd Let's be see. a really funny like like have have two people uh, study up and yep. like be the like model UN or mock trial or whatever lawyers, and then just do it like go to state your have your opening statements and your arguments and your closing arguments and everything else. That'd be really funny. That would be hilarious. I'm on board for that. Maybe, maybe in a, in the future. So I think that pretty much wraps up our conversation on Venom. Apart from, I'm looking forward. If there is a sequel, I would like Woody Harrelson as Carnage. That was that's great casting. Yeah, that's cool. And he's in a he's he's in a really bad wig, oh, but it but it's great casting, and hopefully it takes itself in kind of an interesting in new direction with maybe a more consistent tone or story or something pathos yeah. maybe some pathos would be nice anyway uh, yeah yeah I, I would just like it if I, i've spent a lot of time just being sort of like what why did that like i'm not understanding what was happening so i would i would like a little more reasoning behind things i would say if you are if you're a comic book fan and you're gonna see it like tim and i were we were there's no question either of us that we were gonna see it even though it looked pretty bad um I would say you, you might want to see it in a matinee or something and not pay, you know, full price and see it. And don't see it in 3D. It was not worth seeing it in 3D. Oh, no, absolutely not. So That's what made see it in sleepy. 2D and see it at like a matinee or a lower price uh, screening if you can. But if you really want to see it, see it. Honestly, I would say wait for home video. But if you're a devotee and you want to see it in theaters, see it at a matinee. Completely agree. So let's move ourselves on to New York Comic Con because mm-hmm. the tons of stuff was talked. Like there was so much at New York Comic Con this year, mostly on the DC side yeah. of things. Like DC, like 
really won Comic Con. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Marvel they was really like, did. we're also here, and we're like, shut up, Marvel. Like, <laughs> like DC Comics is here. Shut up. Um, and so I, I think they like starting just even on like the Wednesday, right? Mm. There was tons and tons of stuff that was talked about and released and all this different stuff. So which which was really great because Lord knows um Lord knows DC's been kind of like you know scrubbing it for, you know, maybe sure. a little while. So you know, so I'm I'm happy that I'm happy that they they're kind of getting their time in the their time in the sun. So yeah. let's kind of so let's go through just a couple of things that let's go through a couple of things that that kind of happened at New York Comic Con. I'll start at um I think I'll start with DC on Wednesday. So uh, Titans got renewed for season two ahead of its season one release. Mm-hmm. The first reactions and, and reviews for Titans has been has been pretty good. Yeah, really positive. Actually. They've been really positive. I'm actually gonna live update check Rotten Tomatoes oh, right nice. now yeah, yeah, yeah. to see what's happening because last I checked it was sitting at like eighty four percent or something like that. And that's eighty six percent. It's still sitting at eighty six percent from rot from Rotten Tomatoes. Uh let's see how many people have reviewed it thus far. Sitting at fourteen reviews two top critics Sometimes, that's pretty and, and washington post and newsweek both like it that's pretty solid that's pretty solid 86 percent with mm-hmm. with those critics reporting so far small number but but a couple of big ones there yeah that's that's pretty great yeah um that's that's very impressive i'm so happy for dc if that's the case um so i'm looking for i mean that comes out the day this releases so that's right so we'll be we'll be looking at that. Um, Matt Bomer was cast as Negative Man in Doom Patrol, so that means he's not going to be Superman. LOL. Right? I know. I know you you were pushing for that kind of, weren't you? Uh, no, our friend Dan was pushing for that. I think he'd be fine, mm-hmm. but um, I don't really know his work well enough to to say like, hey, he's going to be this guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm most looking forward to Brendan Fraser as Robot Man. That's, That's right. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to that. They released the Harley Quinn animated teaser, and Kaylee Coco is play from Big Bang Theory is playing uh, Harley is playing Harley Quinn in the series. What did you think of that trailer? That looks like so much fun. It looks like an insane amount of fun. Tons of fun. Yeah, it's it's it is exactly it is kind of like exactly what I'd hope an adult animated cartoon about harley would be like yeah yeah i i I wasn't sure about kaylee cuoco um i actually didn't realize she had been cast in that role honestly until until it was a it was a total surprise for everybody okay i wasn't sure if i'd missed something or if i'd forgotten or what but so but i i saw it i was like oh okay i do like her but i'm not sure this is like her kind of role necessarily i'm not sure i can i can because it's such a like over the top you know like uh I, I don't know over the top role like and and mm-hmm. the character is just all over the place that I wasn't sure that that was her her strong suit but like ten seconds into the teaser I was like oh yeah no I see it this is great this is this is gonna be good like she's gonna be good and I like the self referential 
tone of the of the teaser and they made a deadpool joke and you know oh this is dc it's supposed to be dark like all this fun stuff um right off the bat so very very you know self self-aware yeah i agree i I think that my favorite bit of the little trailer is when poison ivy is like uh where aren't we supposed to be dark and depressing and moody yeah yeah tarly and her and like yes that is a very good way to make a film but (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i i enjoyed that very much it's not coming out till like late 2019 oh really so so much time before this thing comes out uh but i'm i'm really looking forward to it i think it looks fantastic really looks fantastic yeah so uh, going off of the dc thing a couple days later we got a five minute trailer for aquaman which is actually supposed to be the same footage they showed at san diego comic-con okay okay so yeah they touched up some of the cg you know because it's been you know it's been a few months but besides that apparently it's the same it's the same trailer so what did you think of the Aquaman five-minute trailer? I think it looks actually pretty good. I, 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 I've been a little bit um, back and forth on this movie, uh, but but I think that this five-minute preview, I'm, I'm not sure if it gave away too much or not enough. Um, director, director James Wan said, spoilers give away things. I mean, trailers give away... Things That's right, naturally, yeah. spoils naturally. However, this trailer barely scratches the surface of the film. Right, right. So that's exciting, and I, I, I we definitely got a, a pretty decent chunk of a, a fight scene or two, and a little bit of a peek into who some of the characters are going to be and what who the villain is, and and and, and that kind of thing. They didn't do too much to give away motivations or anything like that. They just did enough to tease you and be like, here's what you're going to see. Like, you know, you're going to see Aquaman fight Black Manta, basically. Um, and and you don't really know to know why right now. Come see the movie. But I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I think it looks pretty good. I think it looks better than I than I was. I was afraid it wouldn't be that good. And it looks like it. It looks like they took a lot of cues from Thor from the first Thor movie. I'm getting that kind of a, mm-hmm. a yep. feel. Sure, I I can see that. It's a bit, um, I don't know. It's a bit Thor. It's a bit Gladiator. It's a bit Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, this idea of running around in the desert and finding lost artifacts and whatever else kind of reminds me of the Mummy. It has. It, oh. it feels like that kind of tone, like adventure, adventure and fun. And it. it I mean, they. He said it's a swashbuckling high seas pirate adventure film. That's James Wan's uh-huh. description of the movie since day one, and that he—that's what he's. De- it, it clearly looks like he's delivering. I'm still not a hundred percent on board with Bro Aquaman. Yeah. He doesn't feel like a guy I'd want to be king, and I think that's the biggest. That's his the biggest flaw right now. Uh, I don't mind bro characters but mm. i don't want bro characters to lead kingdoms you know? yeah well but it does give it does give mara kind of a like a, a step up like she's the one that's like uh no like i'm gonna help you here we go which i actually really like that of, of her being the one who helps him embrace his destiny and embrace the find the greatness within him and be become mm-hmm. a good leader but you know I, I what you're saying is exactly how i felt about man of steel you know, I was like, I don't know why this. I don't think this guy was ready to be Superman. Um, so that that seems to be a thing that that's that's an angle that DC is more interested in telling 
that's a story that they're more interested in telling than than others uh, than Marvel and others are interested in telling right now. But DC really likes that. That like, what if he starts out totally wrong for his destiny and has to has to embrace it in the long run? Wonder Woman wasn't really that way, but but so far, you know, Superman was, and Aquaman seems to be that way too. Sure. Well, I I think Aquaman is that way because that's the way Zack Snyder presented him first. Yeah, agreed. Whereas Wonder Woman only showed up to do battle with Doomsday, and then right. they basically had carte blanche. They could do whatever they wanted. Exactly. Aquaman, Aquaman didn't have. Aquaman doesn't have that. Th- that fortune. Correct. Correct. I guess. Um. So. So we get. So we get. We're getting a different take. That's okay. I think he still. I think he looks enough like Aquaman. I mean, apart from him not being blonde, but he does have a lot of blonde highlights in his hair. He does, sure. and I I like his new costume that we saw at the end of the of the trailer. Oh, I he looks so good. Yeah. Like when he appeared in that suit at the end of the trailer, I said, "I'm so glad that they've been holding back on Me this too. image until this moment." He looks amazing. Looks so, so good. I, yeah. So I'm. I think it. I think it looks super fun and that's it looks very colorful and fun and a globe hop chop and adventure and i'm okay yeah. with all of that absolutely i'm okay with all of that so so moving on from moving on from the dc side of things we talked about we talked about daredevil last episode or the episode before i can't remember maybe last episode uh and but at new york comic con they released another new trailer I know. for daredevil and it it kind of dives into it definitely dives into why uh daredevil is where in the black suit again and yeah. somebody's running around in the regular daredevil costume and i know the reason actually the trailers are pretty much telling you the reason if you're if you're a comic book fan enough so should we just say it i think you kind of hinted at it before too. yeah say go ahead so, so in the comics, um, the Kingpin hires Bullseye to impersonate Daredevil to frame him, and that's basic. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. He has found. I mean, you could if you watch the new trailer, like that dude is Bullseye. He's it's... throwing stuff and killing people in one hit, and he's obviously not Daredevil. And in the the newest Bullseye trailer which was not released at Comic-Con, but afterwards, it literally shows the bullseye symbol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're not really hiding who it is. They said at Comic-Con, yep, that, that dude's bullseye. That's who that is. You're welcome. It's definitely Con. You know, that's, you know, I think people kind of learn their lesson from people being like, oh, it's not this person, it's not this person. Like, right. it's definitely that guy. Have fun. Glad you enjoy- Glad you waited two seasons and Defenders because it's going to be awesome. Right. Right. Yeah, I I think I think Daredevil above any of the other shows. I think they the direct the uh, principal the photography of Daredevil, the cinematography is stellar. Like it is a it's I don't know in the biz it's called a real it's a red show. Do you know what that means? Like it's a red um when you use the color red specifically, it's um it's almost like a a trademark not a lot of films use red to highlight okay. a film because it means very specific things. And so like you can say like The Shining is a good red film because mm. of the carpet um or Daredevil is a good red television show because it the red is everywhere mm-hmm. and it's used very specifically to hide very spe- certain scenes. So it's very very cool. I'm I'm pumped for for Daredevil. Couple weeks. 
coming yeah, out. Yeah, a couple of weeks. Um, I'm, you know, th- I kind of have a love, a love hate relationship. Not hate, but you know, I, I, I don't love uh, Daredevil as much. I'm not as much of like the antihero guy, or the, you know, like the. That's just not as much of my Daredevil's. Daredevil's not really an antihero, though. He's a maybe a more. Uh, torn character he's not sure. i wouldn't say he's happy-go-lucky it's not well, an anti-hero morally though. gray right uh i sure I, i'm less i'm less into that that's less of my style but this looks really good like if you do mm-hmm. like that that this looks like a really good heaping serving of that so um yeah it's just uh by by the time you're hearing this it's only a week away yep exactly so titans and titans and then the next week at daredevils a lot of good stuff happening in october Big week. Um, big, big week. Month, I mean. Big week. Big month. So we didn't talk about it in our other trailer breakdown, but the X-Men Dark Phoenix trailer just came out, and it's actually just titled Dark Phoenix. It's not titled X-Men. It's kind of like Logan that way. You know, right. It's just like, right. you, know, you know who these are. It's the X-Men, so here's the title. We didn't talk about it previously because it, it kind of – fell flat for both of us we're like hey, mm. it was a trailer that happened seeing it on the big screen in front of venom i'm way more interested in what's going to happen in that film mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. It, it just the the big screen made me interested i was like oh, just a lot of even just background detail that i was like oh magneto's working on a farm and a couple of things is that genosha like is he oh yeah you yeah know, like things like that made me way more invested in in what was in what was going to take place, so I'm on board. X Men Dark Phoenix, bring it. I'm, I'm still I'm still like only kind of excited for it, but let's face it, I'll see it. Right, exactly. Uh, the X Men universe is like a waning. Like some of them are great, and some of them are not so great. Right, and, and so take it as you will. But this is to be the fourth movie in like the soft reboot averse, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. two out of two out of the three so far have been really good mm-hmm. you know first class and days of future past are awesome apocalypse is it's fine it's just a movie it's not bad it's just it's nothing it's nothing really to write home about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it's it's not worth revisiting uh right so we'll see if this one is so uh and then finally and then finally uh tons of stuff more stuff happened at new york comic-con uh but the one that we got to witness is the star trek discovery season two trailer yeah, I so what I know your feelings on Star Trek Discovery season one were maybe meh is understating a little bit, but you didn't love it as much as I did. Meh is about right. It just didn't feel like Star Trek to me through most of the show. Okay, and and it really and I really only became invested in the second half when it was like Mirror Universe and yeah, yeah, and well, that's and, and stuff like me. And this trailer and what i've seen before seems more like star trek to me okay yeah i I would agree i would agree i i think this actually i think this looks pretty good um i'm i like this new captain um i'm very interested in him captain pike captain pike i uh i mean the actor who's playing captain pike uh oh sure i've seen he was in one episode of smallville he played like one uh kind of a small role in one episode of smallville and uh he was black bolt in the inhumans Oh, okay, cool, very cool. And yeah, actually, was I didn't on, think about it. Yeah, I kind of remember seeing him was there. On, he, I think he was on Hell on Wheels on AMC. I think that he's, was the show he was on. He's gotten around for sure the last couple of uh, couple of years. Um, but I think he he really he has like the Pike 
look. He looks like the original actor who played he Pike. He does Pike. look like the original actor. Sure does. Yeah. So I, I like that a lot. Um, and I've always I've always been like fascinated by Pike because just because of his connection to Kirk and everything else. So this is exciting. This is exciting for me. Um, I think I think this is going to be a, a good season. I, and you know our our characters that we already knew uh, looks like we're going to get more of what we love from them. Um, so I'm, I'm on board with it. I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, I, I think that the, the group, the the crew working on the show has a real love and respect for the source material while wanting to push it to new places. And I respect that. And I, I like what they're doing with it. So I'm, I'm on board for this. Sure. I, I don't disagree at all. What do you think of Spock's fifth beetle look? I fifth beetle. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't sure. You know, if we would, what what kind of Spock exposure we would get. Uh, but yeah, he's got kind of the Paul McCartney beard on, on from Let It Be going on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm the I've. He seems to be in the I'm the emo, I'm an emotional Spock. Right now, mm-hmm. I'm torn between my two halves, and the Vulcan side will kind of eventually win out, and right. then Kirk will kind of like bring him back down a little right. bit. So right. I'm I'm curious to see him like go from I'm super emotional to like lead himself into no emotion whatsoever, and then back into you know what I mean? Like this yeah. going to be a and, real and, progression for Spock, right? And I wonder if we're going to see more of the Leonard Nimoy take. Uh, on Spock, uh, or if we're going to see more of Zachary Quinto Kelvin universe take on Spock, because the the Kelvin universe Spock is definitely a little more emotional than than the original timeline Spock was. Mm-hmm. So yep, uh, just, it, it, so far, it looks like they are leaning a little more in the Kelvin direction, but I guess we'll see. Um, that's the thing. I, I'm interested to see if if he interacts with Michael at all. I'm interested to see if he. Well, it is her half. It is her half brother, right, or step brother, I mean. or. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's why I'm interested to see what their, you know, how, how they how their encounter goes. And um, I'm always, you know, when, when you're when you bring in these big these big heavy hitters, I, that's why I, I always get a little bit nervous. Like, all right, let's hope they can do this. Let's hope they pull this off. But so far, I like I said, I think they have a real respect for the uh, source material. So I think that they'll probably do a, a good job. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. We shall see. I'm I am, you know, cautiously optimistic about it. Me as well well i think that pretty much wraps up all of our like really quick overview of new york comic con there's a bunch of other stuff that uh, maybe we'll crop up in conversation in future episodes as as we go on brian michael bendis back with uh young justice you know or tim drake as robin and connor kent is back as Superboy or the so metropolis kid yeah bart allen so there, there's some there's some real good stuff happening over in the comic geek world, but that is going to wrap it up from us. So you can find us at thoughtbubbleaudio.com and check out all of our other Thought Bubble Audio shows. You can rate and review us on iTunes and find us in other places that podcasts can be found like Spider, uh, Spotify and Overcast and Google Play. You can certainly uh, check in with us at Twitter, Gmail, and Facebook at Beer with Geeks. And that is all in the whole kit and caboodle. So, Frank, I'd say until next time, Cheers. cheers.